Well, happy November 2nd, everybody. Super excited that it is officially Christmas season. And maybe I said that and you like completely cringed and you're like, Cammie, give Thanksgiving the respect that it deserves. And I'm here for it, but I don't know about you, but I, I just finally feel like now that Halloween has come and gone, if I see an ornament on a tree, I I, I, it, I don't feel weird about it anymore, okay? Prior to Thanksgiving, if I'm seeing Christmas stuff, I'm kind of like, Ugh, like it feels a little weird, like like we're not there yet. Um, but now I'm like, I'm ready and I'm kind of debating, do I just go ahead and put my own Christmas stuff up? I don't know. Like message me on Instagram, tell me, am I crazy? Like, is is the first week of November too early or is that considered acceptable? <laughs> Either way though, happy November. Excited that you are here. And inside this episode, we're going to dive deep into a 2023 year-end strategy, okay, specifically designed for online coaches. We're going to go through a two-month action plan because that's all we have left in the year, folks. And I know that you might think, oh, two months, like that that's... That seems so, so long. Really though, like I calculated out and the day that you're hearing this, it will actually be one day less. But like I personally have 30 work days left personally. Now, and again, by the time you're hearing this, I'll have 29 work days left. Like that's not very many. And so we need to make sure that we're being really intentional and strategic with how we're using these last two months of the year. Because sure, it may feel like, oh, I have plenty of time. I got two months. But really, in between Thanksgiving, in between Christmas and kids getting out of school and New Year's, like it's not a full two months of work, okay? And and if you know, if you've been around the online space for a while, then you probably know that like the coaching space kind of shuts down in December, okay? Not completely, but like December is kind of a flop. <laughs> it's kind of a weird month, okay? So I want to go through with you today a game plan for your last two months of the year. Okay, I have some very specific action steps that I'm going to share with you that I'm super pumped about uh, to help you cover Instagram marketing and strategies to attract more clients in these last few weeks of the year, the holiday season. So if you're an online coach, if you're ready to get more clients, if you're ready to crush it the rest of 2023, then grab your notebook, grab a pen, grab a friend to send this episode to that rhymed and let's get into it. Hey coach, welcome to the Bible's Babies and Business podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flops launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt free, going on more family vacations and staying home with your kids? But right now your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month. Hey there, I'm Cammie. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high-ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach, struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. 
My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket coaching online. So you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work because you were made for this. So like I said in the introduction, I personally have, as of the day that you're hearing this, 29 more workdays left in 2023. And that's wild to me. 29 workdays, like that that's not very much, right? That's going to fly by. And when it comes to the end of the year, I really try to make the last several weeks of the year tunnel vision, okay? Yes, it's the last month of the year. Yes, I'm feeling a little bit more uh, fatigued than maybe I did (laughs) towards the beginning of the year, right? But I want you to know that this is not the time to take your foot off the gas just yet, okay? There will be a time for that. That time is coming. It's right around the corner. But it is not time to take your foot off the gas just yet yet, okay? And I know that like when you start to hear jingle bells and you start to see the ornaments on the tree, like it can be so tempting. You're like, I'm just ready to snuggle up on my couch with a cup of hot cocoa and some some Christmas music on and like a Hallmark movie. And I'm right there with you, friend. Like that sounds like heaven to me. And there's still still work to do, okay? So It's important to finish strong instead of just going through the motions up until your last day of the work of the work year, of the work year, uh, of the year. And so I want to share with you just like, just right off the bat, a couple fun ways that I try to spice up the last few weeks of the year, because I don't know about you, but like my mood changes when the weather changes. In the summer, I am thriving. Okay. I have all the vitamin D. I'm going on walks like on a daily basis. The sun is shining. Flowers are blooming. Everything is like alive outside. And in the winter, I look outside and it looks dead and it looks cold and it's windy and I do not like the wind. I do not like the wind. I told my brother the other day as we were walking out of a movie and it was so cold in the parking lot. And I told him, dude, I, (laughs) the only reason I'm here living in Nebraska is because the people I love live in Nebraska. But if we all collectively decided to up and move to Florida, I would be here for it, okay? Now, I'm kind of saying that in a joking matter, but I'm just telling you that like, I need a little bit more like stuff to get me going, okay, at the end of the year because I'm feeling a little like I'm dragging my feet. And especially when the outside is looking dreary and it's cold, I need the last couple of weeks to be spiced up in order for me to have that tunnel vision that I need to have to hit my end of the year goals in the business. So here's some things that I do to kind of make my work days, my last work days of the year, a little bit more fun. Number one, I will decorate my house for Christmas. Now, my house is my office. Yes, I have like a, a separate room that is like specifically my office, but my workspace 
is also where I live. And it's where I eat and it's where I do chores and it's it's where Lucas and I hang out. And so it's really important to me that my workspace is organized and that it is vibrant to some degree. If you if you've seen my office, if you've seen me on Instagram, then you know like I have a pink office, I have a wall behind me that is like pink palm tree branches. It's wild. I need some like visual stimulation in order to like keep me engaged and going. And when it comes to Christmas, I want to feel that Christmas spirit. And that comes from me decorating my house. Last year, we put up the Christmas decorations and we actually didn't really have Christmas decorations in my office. We had them out in our dining room and our living room. So I I did not hardly work in my office last year in December. I moved myself out to the dining room so I could see that Christmas tree. And every time I looked at it, it just brought me joy. Okay, so I'll decorate my house for Christmas. And that's why I'm considering decorating it early because I get to enjoy it more. And like, this is my space. This is my home. This is where I'm creative. And so I need my space to fuel that energy. I will also get really zeroed in on what my goals are. Okay. I'll I'll map out my goals. And then once I just have, I won't just like write down the goal, but I'll also map out a game plan to achieve those goals. And that's what we're going to do here today in a few minutes. And the last thing that is a bit of a tradition for my family is I will plan or we will plan intentional rest for the end of the year. This usually looks like a vacation, a trip, something that we are looking forward to, uh, to spend really good quality time together. As a family, we've done this many, many years over Christmas and New Year's time and uh, as a family, as I, as you know, we were growing up and it has continued even into like Lucas and I's marriage. And so we have some trips planned in December, which is also why I have a reduced amount of work days because we're going to go to the Dominican Republic to celebrate my brother and his beautiful fiance's wedding and their marriage. And then Lucas and I are going to go on a baby moon. We're going to go to Europe. We're going to go to Germany, France, Italy, and just really spend that sacred time together focusing on well, number one, celebrating this new season that we've been waiting four years for and praying for, but also just like really having that intentional one-on-one time with each other leading up to the birth of our baby girl. And so with that being said, like when I have um, a, a trip on the calendar, it's something that motivates me. It's something that I look forward to. And it's something that is very exciting for me, um, even like as I get up every day and I, and I do my work and I find my work so fulfilling, so satisfying. And I have intentional time planned out to rest. Okay. So what I want you to do here with me is plan out the rest of 2023 with me. Okay. So grab, go grab a pen and journal if you haven't. Of course, if you're driving, don't do that. Um, and because this is like a really like hands-on episode. So as long as you're in a safe space um, and you're not operating a vehicle or any other machinery, then I'd love if you planned out the year with me really like, like journaled as this episode went along. So what we're going to do here is I'm actually going to take you through a few of the slides that I have gone through with my powerhouse students. And so I put together these these really fun slides and uh, to ask them questions, to get them thinking about what do they want the last couple months of the year to look like. Now, these questions are not like jaw dropping questions. These aren't like, like, oh my gosh, earth shattering questions. Okay, they're simple questions that are designed to help you get really focused for the end of the year, okay? So right off the bat, I want you to think about, I want you to, and, and I want you to think about and I want you to write down in your journal. 
What are three goals that you want to achieve by the end of 2023 in your business? Okay. Now you can have other goals for personal life and finances. That's fine. But I want us to focus on the business right now. What are three goals? And please don't make these goals like get more clients. Okay. I love it. But like how many clients do you want to get? How much money are you wanting to make? How many um, coaching packages do you want to sell? Like, give me specifics here. Write down three goals that you have that you want to achieve by your final workday in 2023. And and I guess that would also beg the question: Do you know what your last workday is for 2023? For me, it's December second, twenty second, December second. No, it's not December second. It's December. 22nd. There's another two in there. 22nd. And um, so that's my last day work work uh work day of the year. We have a, a trip in between there. So I have kind of December's kind of broken up for me. But like, what's the last day? What's your last work day? And what are three goals you want to achieve by then? You can go ahead and pause the podcast, write that down, and then hit resume again. I'm gonna keep going. Um, that's why you may want to hit pause. Okay. Now look at those three goals and ca- I want you to count. How many work weeks? Now, you're going to have to be really strategic about this because not necessarily, well, I don't know about you, but not every week between now and the, my last day am I working. Like the like one of the first weeks of December, I'm taking that entire week off. So like that's not a work week for me. So what, how many work weeks do you have left in the year? And then I want you to look at your three goals and I want you to break down those three goals into weekly goals for every week between now and the end of the year, okay? So maybe you have five work weeks left. I don't know. I'm just throwing out a number. And let's say that you wanted to close, uh, you wanted to have 20 clients by the end of the year, okay? So an example of that is if you have five work weeks left, maybe that's a goal of four clients per week, every week for five weeks, okay? That's just an example. You don't have to have that as your goal, but maybe that is something that you have, Hey. Okay? The point is you should have, for however many work weeks you you have left in the year, you should have smaller milestone goals written down that when you add them up together, they are the sum of your bigger goals, okay? This will help you know on November 14th, am I on track or am I a little behind or am I ahead of schedule at this point, okay? I don't want you to just write down the big goal. Write down the milestone goals for every single week as well. Now, we're going to break it down even farther. And then I'm going to share with you specific action steps that I believe that you need to be doing. If you were my client, this is what I would tell you to do in your business. And we're going to get down to some specifics. But before we do that, I have one more question for you. You now have your three big business goals. You now should have each of those three business goals broken down into weekly milestone goals for every week between now and the end of the year. Now what I need you to do is take each one of those weekly milestone goals. And this is where you're definitely going to have to pause the podcast, okay? Because it's going to take you a couple minutes. And I want you to write down what do you need to do on a daily basis in order to crush that weekly milestone goal. I'm going to go back at, to the example that we used earlier. Let's say that my goal was to have 20 clients closed by the end of the year. Let's say that I had five cl- five weeks, work weeks left in the year. And so I wanted to close four clients per week. Okay. Okay. So I would ask myself, well, how many sales calls do I need to get on 
in order to close four clients in a week? Well, what's my sales close rate? Do I close about 50% of my calls? In which case I need to get on eight calls. Do I close about 33%? In which case I need to get on 12 sales calls a week. Do you see how we're able to reverse engineer our goals into tasks that help us build up towards those goals? Because if you need to get on eight sales calls, then what do you need to do in order to get those eight sales calls booked? How many DMs do you need to send? How many people do you need to talk to? How many posts do you need to create? Okay, how many people need to get your freebie? Do you see what we're doing here? Break down each milestone goal, not just for the first week, but for every week. And you can you can change things as you go if you need to make an adjustment. Like this is not written in stone, but you need to understand what do you need to do on a on a daily basis to move the needle forward so that you can crush your weekly goal every week. And if you're crushing your weekly goals every week, then guess what? At the end of the at the end of the year, you will have crushed your three bigger goals. Okay. I want you to break it down into daily tasks because this is going to answer the question that all too often coaches have in their head of what do I do today to move my business forward? What if every single day you knew exactly what it is that you needed to do to move your business forward? You didn't have to guess. You didn't have to wonder if you were wasting time because you broke it down, strategically reverse engineered your goals into not only just weekly goals, but daily tasks. Okay, now I'm going to help you out here a little bit further, and I'm going to share with you that what I believe should be some things on your daily tasks. And I'm not saying every single day because some of these these things maybe you do once a week, but I'm going to share with you different action steps that if you were my client, if you were in Powerhouse, which you should be, if you're not in Powerhouse, I don't know why. I don't know what you're doing. Okay, (laughs) I love you. Get in Powerhouse. Get in Powerhouse. Get surrounded with community. Get a strategy that works and get into a program that has a guarantee that if you follow the process that you will close enough sales within six months to 2x your investment. It's a, it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll stop going on my rant, get your booty into powerhouse. But if you, let me just, let me just tell you this. If you were in powerhouse, here are the action steps that you would be doing every single week between now and the end of the year. Well, now into the end of the year, I don't expect you to be working on Christmas day. Okay. Now into the end of the year, with a little asterisk of on your actual work days. Okay, so here's the action steps. We're going to get real specific here. If you were my client, I would teach you how to reach out to new ideal clients every single week. Okay, I would be having you put 30 new people on your lead tracker that you are strategically reaching out to, and not just random people, but people that you have focused in as your a potential ideal client, how to go out and talk to those people, how to find those people, and then how to speak with them. And you would be adding 30 new people to that list every single week. If you had five work weeks left in the year, you'd be speaking to a minimum of 150 potential ideal clients if you were my student between now and the end of the year. 150. If your goal was to sign five of them, Do you think that five out of 150 people might want to work with you? Yeah, especially if you had a sales strategy and knew how to close those those sales, right? So if you were my student, you would be reaching out to 30 new potential clients every single week. You would also be showing up on your Instagram stories every single day, Monday through Friday. We We do not worry about the weekends. And when you do show up in your Instagram stories, it's not 
it's not just random, although, you know, you can absolutely share like the daily life. It doesn't have to be all about business. And actually, please, please do add some variety in there. But I would have you post a minimum of one valuable piece of content on your Instagram story every single day. Okay. Every single day, Monday through Friday, and then interweave in there like some daily life content. Like yesterday, I did a little outfit review of this, my first piece of maternity clothing that came in the mail and that got some, some good engagement. Okay. So, so I interweave that in with like my business content yesterday. That's an example. You'd be showing up in your Instagram stories Monday through Friday with at least one piece of, of valuable content specifically designed for your ideal client. If you were a powerhouse student, okay, that's what you'd be doing. You would also, in addition to showing up in your stories Monday through Friday, you would also be doing two mini trainings per week on your Instagram story, and you would be using engagement features to find leads. Now, you have probably seen me do this on my Instagram story. And if you have, great, observe it, take some notes, and then go recreate it on your stories, okay? Um, You would be doing two mini trainings per week. This is a great way to provide value. It's a great way to nurture your audience. And it's a great way to also find out who in your audience is a potential lead. Okay. Also, every single week, you would be posting three high, high value posts every single week. Now, those can be two reels and a graphic. Those can be three reels. Those can be three graphics. It doesn't matter to me what format you're posting it in, but you would be posting a minimum of three times to your grid every single week if you were my student between now and the end of the year. And lastly, you would also be getting on at least a minimum of two calls with potential clients every single week and using those calls to nurture people and then invite them to a sales call every single week. Imagine if you had two calls every single week lined up with a potential client every single week. Would you hit your, would you hit your sales goal? by the end of the year? Would you hit your client goal by the end of the year? Okay. The answer might be yes. The answer might be no. You may have to get on more than two per week based upon your sales close rate. You may have to get on only one per week in order to hit your goal. I don't know what your goals are, but if you were my client, you'd be getting on two minimum calls per week with potential clients. So that is one, two, three, four, five things. Notice how I did not overwhelm you with 15 different tasks that you had to do every day. I didn't do that. I didn't even give you five tasks per day because you'll notice some of those things are daily tasks and some of those things are only like a task that you're doing twice a week or three times a week, okay? I gave you five actionable things that are gonna move your business forward. I'm gonna go through them one more time, okay? Listen up, write it down. If you were my student and you were working with me in Powerhouse, here's what you would be doing. I would be assigning it to you to be doing every single week between now and the end of the the work the work year. Why do I keep calling it the work year? Um, end of the year for your working. Okay, you'd be reaching out to thirty new potential ideal clients per week. You would be showing up in your Instagram stories Monday through Friday with a minimum of one piece of valuable content designed for your ideal client. You would be doing two mini trainings on your Instagram stories every single week and using engagement features to find leads. You would be posting a minimum of three high value posts onto your grid per week. And you would be getting on a minimum of two calls per week with potential 
clients and would be using those two calls to nurture people, to find out if they're an ideal client, to serve them really well, and then invite them to a sales call. Friends, it is not time to take your foot off the gas. I know it's getting to a cozy time of year. I know that that jingle bells and the little drummer boy just like put you in a mood where you're like, I am ready to just like put my fuzzy socks on, grab a cup of hot cocoa and sit in front of the fire. I am, I am with you and I hear you. And it's only November 2nd, okay? It is not time to toss in the towel yet. There will be a time for rest. And when that time for rest comes, I hope that you relish in it. I hope that you put your phone away. I hope that you don't answer work emails or client messages. And I hope that you really just sit and enjoy that time with your family celebrating the birth of our Savior and that you just soak it in. But until that time comes, it is not time to take your foot off the gas. So I gave you a lot of actionable steps that you can be doing every single week between now and the end of the year, okay? Now, if you want to have even more of an in-depth, if you want to get insight, I should say, into more of the strategies that I use in my business that have helped me close over a quarter of a million dollars, because the five things that I just shared with you, those are things that have helped me close over a quarter of a million dollars, okay? Then what I've done is I put together a free training for you where I'm sharing Four secrets to help you get more clients and turn your coaching business into a money-making machine, one of which is a marketing strategy that will help you generate new leads every single week. That free training, you can get access to it right now. Down in the show notes, it's called the Get More Clients Code. Go watch it. And then here's the thing, okay? When you opt into a free training, there's two there's there's two things that I'm going to have a little tough love about right now. Um, if somebody's giving you something for free and all they ask for in return is your contact information, please don't give them phony information. Okay? That's 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 slimy. That's sleazy. That's icky. That's like saying, hey, I created this free thing for you. And all I would ask for in return is your the ability to contact you. And and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you give me like fake information or like phony information. And yet you still take the thing that I worked really, really hard on. Okay. So I'm not saying that like a whole bunch of people have done that, but it happens. Okay. And it's not cool. It's just not cool. Okay. It's not fair. It's not cool. So if you're not really willing to like give me authentic contact information, then please don't go get my free training. Okay. Please don't take advantage of what I've worked so hard on just so that you can get what you want and then leave me with nothing. Okay. Um, I'm not here to like to spam you or to like do anything weird. Okay. But this is marketing. This is how we go out and serve people and get clients. Okay. Um, and I know that you know that because you have a coaching business. So please don't like, let's, let's, let's have integrity here. Okay. Um, the second thing I want to say is if you take the time to download somebody's free training, please watch it. Okay. There is a graveyard that is called our inboxes where freebies go to die. (laughs) freebies that actually have so much value packed information they just sit in people's like inboxes or people say oh like i i haven't watched it yet or yeah yeah i started it but i haven't finished it yet guys i hear you we all have busy lives okay we all do cut the baloney if you're serious about growing your coaching business then don't make excuses okay 
instead of excuses, instead of making excuses, make it happen. Okay. It's like the Nike logo. Just do it. All right, friends. Love you. Thanks for hanging on with me for the end of a little bit of a tough love. And I hope that this has been super helpful for you so you can go out and plan out the rest of your year in a really intentional and strategic way and also get even more detailed strategies through my free resource, my, my training, the Get More Clients Code that you can implement to use in your business in these last few weeks. I love you and I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, coach. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.